Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts. But we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Cryptids on Cryptids. This is episode 25. I am your host, Martin. And, and I'm your host, Sid. Nice. Uh, nice. Nice. This week, you actually suggested this one to me because I had not quite heard of this boy. Uh, this is the Flatwoods Monster this week. Yeah, I've heard about this boy a couple of times in my uh, delving into the realm of cryptids. Um, and the Flatwoods Monster just... I don't know. It's super weird, and I really wanted to know more about it. Yeah, so I went and I ended up tearing apart a good chunk of the internet. Uh, I had to keep images on a completely separate page because I hate him. <laughs> what? I what hate him? him. He looks <laughs> so terrifying. Like, he's got the big red eyes and this incredibly tall stature, and he just looks like he wants you whacked. Like, he looks like a whole bunch of knives got together and decided they wanted to be sentient. Well, I mean... I, I guess. Don't... I guess. Can you tweet out a picture of this boy? Would you mind? Just so it's folks It's very know. hard to just describe with your words, huh? Yeah, it really is. Like, I need you to understand the sheer fear that I did every time I accidentally clicked the images tab. Yeah, it's... Oh my god. Okay, I just... No, yeah. You click the images tab and it gets so much worse. There's a black and white photo uh, in which it looks like... Um, it looks like a nurse or something. Yeah. In an old-timey photo with just this huge, like, back piece on a dress and then very spiny, clawed arms... And yes. eyes that are just like, like it look. Its eyes look like an angry emoji. Yeah, it <laughs> does. The best way I can describe that. It does look like an angry nurse. I will agree with you on that. It also looks like a bit of a Dalek if you look at the more modern drawing of it, where it has the yeah. three ribbons sort of going down into a skirt. Uh, and I hate it. <laughs> I don't like it. It looks malevolent. It really does. Uh, with the pointy clawed hands and all of that. But I'm going to explain to you sort of where this boy comes from real quick, just so we have a, mm -hmm. have a, how close is this thing to me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moment. The very so, concerning moment. The very concerning moment where we have to find out how quickly we have to run to put a good deal of distance in between us and this creature. Uh, the Flatwoods monster is by no surprise, from the town of Flatwoods uh, in Braxton County, West Virginia. And <laughs> so very close. It's rather close. Makes me uncomfortable. 
closer than uh, the bunny man, huh? Yes, but your mother was alive at the time of the bunny man. <laughs> <laughs> which, yes, which is, is much terrifying. scarier to me. That that is is a real thing that someone I indirectly know may have encountered. Uh but this 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 boy, this creature, uh is incredibly tall, about ten feet tall. Uh, a humanoid gray figure with a large spiny cowl that we mentioned, the giant glowing red eyes, uh, specifically described as a face like the ace of spades, which it makes, sounds... It's big. It, imagine like a very big pointy hat. Like the Pope, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't... Except I don't think the Pope I don't is. think the Pope is possessed in West Virginia. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Like the Pope, but if his hat came from his shoulders instead of his head. That works. That works. I'm just trying to find a description of a hat like this. I don't uh, think there's any other people that wear crazy hats like this. Well, no. But there's also no people who have small claw-like hands and like eyes that emit a greenish orange light now have we considered this might be a pokemon i see that makes it sound really <laughs> fun and i'm i'm glad you brought up nintendo cuz actually cool fun fact for those folks in the crowd who played majora's mask did you play it uh no i did not i have not played any zelda games that is a tragedy Yep. Wait, really? Yeah. That's a whole I've ass travesty. I've literally never played any. What? I can't. Okay. <laughs> well, we need to fix that first off. Second yeah, off. Maybe I'll work on into a stream sometime. They're a lot of fun. I have Breath of the Wild and I absolutely love it. But I did play Majora's Mask, uh, sort of, as through through a friend because I didn't have a. I didn't have the console for it. I just went to somebody else's house and played it. But in Majora's Mask, there's like a quest that happens where these ghosts come and invade a farm and steal their cows. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. They are called the they and the them. So like the ghosts also known as they and them are enemies and these guys are based off of the flatwoods monster their design oh yeah so basically the flatwoods monster isn't necessarily a cryptid but an extraterrestrial now i will say there is another famous game that specifically does take place in west virginia and i believe there is something about the flatwoods monster in Fallout 76. I can... Because I know that... Uh, it is in Fallout 76, yeah. The video games it appears in are Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Space Harrier 2, uh, Amagon, Strikers 1945, Fallout 76, and an Easter egg in Everybody's Golf 4. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wait, hold so, on. Wait, hold on. Everybody's Golf 4? Everybody's Golf 4. Hold on, I need to look I up this find... game. Okay, this is Flatwoods. a PS2 game. 
It is. Oh my god. A PS2 game that came out in... Uh, in America, at least, it came out in 2004. This is just... Yeah, like, it's an older game. Oh my god. Yeah, the Flatwoods monster does very much appear in Fallout 76, and it is pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, I want to see an image. I haven't... I, I've not actually myself seen this um it, it exists i think you can fight it Ooh, amazing maybe i can get like you know some practice rounds in you can fight them uh they are also aliens they are said to kidnap victims and teleport away before the victims knew what was going on oh uh, so they do teleport oh wow okay yeah random encounter I'm looking at these dudes. These dudes look a little bit different. They, they can spawn... You can fight the Mothman in Fallout 76? Yeah, no, they went all balls to the wall. Oh, um, God. It's Yeah, excellent. you really can. There are <laughs> multiple cryptids in Fallout 76. This might what? be my new favorite game specifically for that. Wow, you can, you can... find the Mothman statue with its very beautiful ass. You can fight um, a Wendigo in Fallout 76. Wow, that's amazing. That is a terrible idea. That is so bad. Okay, we might need to get this game and play it on stream. We might have to. We might have What's to get What's a Wendigo Colossus? Oh, cool. It's just big. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. No thanks. Three-headed, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, they, like, take all these cryptids, and then they're like, here's what would happen if the radiation fucked them up. Oh my no. god, yeah. I do not want, I want none of this. No thank you. Absolutely not. Oh my god, dude. No. Oh my god, dude. It, it, these are, are you looking I'm at look, it? I'm looking at all these things. Um... And holy shit, I, no. I I've heard so many bad things, and I played a little bit of Fallout seventy six, and it was a little bit of a struggle uh, because it crashed three times, and I only played it for about three hours. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to buy this game, but now that I know that this is in it, this is my sole goal now. Fuck whatever the main quest line is. I'm just going to go find and fight every cryptid to get a little practice round in. No. <laughs> See how many oh. knives it'll really take. Because um, this is yeah. Cryptid Fighter Simulator is pretty much what Fallout 76 is. No. <laughs> See, okay. The bit of me that is, is desperately trying to keep you from fighting shit is like, hey, maybe don't do that. Hey, maybe don't. But if this is the outlet you need, <laughs> then take it <laughs> also uh fun cool cool also fun fact i found the secret easter egg in hot shots 4 hot shots golf 4 in which the flatwood monster appears oh yeah i'm going to send you the article uh and i want you to have a look this is important yes it, it is important uh because arguably 
fighting it is terrifying and I don't like it, but this cool this cool Easter egg that just happens to be hiding in a golf minigame of this terrifying alien critter <laughs> it's very good. Oh my god. It's like low polygon flatwoods monster. I love it. I wonder if you can just like hang it with a golf ball. I really, really hope you can. I really hope you can. I really, really hope you can. I wonder I think if the screen just, just goes black. Hanging out on the woods. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I accidentally... No, Stadia. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I attempted to... Um, to open a thing that's like how to find it, mm -hmm. I guess. And it just blasted Nad real loud. Oh, no. Which isn't good. No, not uh, great. Not great. But it is really cool that this thing has, like, popped up in video games and stuff. It has been something that's really captured the imagination of a bunch of people. Just can because... You, can you give me, a, give me a little bit of why? I want to know... We talked about the description and it, that it is popular in culture. But I want to know, what's this thing's deal? Sure. So, basically, at around 7.15pm on September 12, 1952, there were two brothers and their friend uh, who said they saw a bright object cross the sky and land on the property of, like, a local farmer. So, mm -hmm. they go to the nearby home of who I'm assuming is, like, a general adult woman. Her name is Kathleen May. And they tell her their story. Uh, and then she's like, alright, we'll go find this thing. So, May, with the three boys and just oh boy. some local children, get a National Guardsman. Oh. A West Virginia National Guardsman, whose name is Eugene Lemon. And they go to the farm in an effort to locate whatever it was, the, the boys, whose names are Edward and Fred May. Oh, it's their mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb. Edward and Fred May, uh, and their friend Tommy Hire. So... Basically, they all go get their mom. They're like, okay, we're going to go find this thing. She gets the children, other children, a National Guardsman. They go to the farm to find what this thing is. So mm -hmm. they go to the top of the hill where uh, one of the children said they saw a pulsing red light. And the National Guardsman aimed a flashlight at that direction and saw momentarily an incredibly tall, man-like figure with a round red face surrounded by a pointed hood-like shape. So this is where descriptions of the creature start to kind of vary, mm -hmm. uh, where there's like a UFO, because uh, they did tape-recorded interviews, you know, and uh, so you have a whole bunch of different people giving their accounts and things of this creature. So you get generally that this thing is very tall it has a red face with a pointed hood like shape uh eyes that emit light with a dark black or green body and basically this thing is big has claws a massive head and cowl and it just hisses at you when it gets to you oh my god because when they point the flashlight at this thing the creature made a hissing sound glided towards the group and the National Guardsman whose name is Eugene Lemon screamed and dropped his flashlight and the entire group just bolted. Which is smart. If the, if the 
a military professional screams and drops their flashlight. That is not a good sign. No. That is that is probably a sign to run. It's a sign to dock. Now, on all the images that I looked up of this thing, it does not seem to have a mouth. Does it just uh, emanate hissing from its like It just emanates hissing. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. At least I know that it can't eat me now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it has no history of eating. Mhm. Uh, and, so, but, okay, so it doesn't eat you, hypothetically, but it does create just a terrible smell. A bad smell. Yes. So, they go back to investigate the next day, and they sort of re-interview the group, and they explain that there was, like, they had nausea after they'd seen this thing, it was just generally pretty smelly, and so they sent, uh... Actually, as they were out investigating this, the local sheriff and they like ran into a local sheriff and deputy who had been investigating reports of a crashed aircraft. Oh. Yeah. So as they're going out and they're sending another search party to find this thing, they bump into these people who are like, hey, we're looking for an aircraft. We'll look for your thing, too. They searched the site of the report, saw nothing, smelled nothing. Uh, here's the gross bit. So... According to someone's account, uh, the next day, A. Lee Stewart Jr. of the Braxton Democrat claimed to discover skid marks in the field and an odd gummy deposit, which were subsequently attributed by UFO enthusiast groups as evidence of a saucer landing. Now. now can we talk about how this sounds like a euphemism for someone shat in this man's field? It really does. It really I does was, seem like I someone did just... I was gonna mention it. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, but... Because they give no further explanation. They're just, like, skid marks and uh, this odd gummy deposit. They tell you nothing about what this is. Mm -hmm. It's just gross. Interesting. It is just gross yeah and no i don't like it <laughs> i i dislike the lack of detail and the seemingly very thinly veiled like mm. hey something shat in your field and maybe it was that guardsman who screamed and dropped his flashlight maybe that's highly maybe it was one possible. of them that shot their parents while they were running away from this thing i really wish they had picked any other way to describe this but this. It's, I mean, it's terrible. It is very <laughs> let's bad. Put, let's put it out there. It's terrible. It's very uh, bad. It's, it's not great. Um, but, you know, if you're scared by something, could have been one of the people. So, after this, after this, like, information, this terrible, gummy awful, gross information. Gummy is off-putting, though. The use is. of the word gummy is very bad. Because... Okay, when you describe something as gummy, that means you know the texture, which implies that you touched it. <laughs> Why did you touch it? Why did you do that? Now, here's another thing that I can think of, is maybe someone dropped Jello out in the field. Did Jello exist in 1952? Yes, because refrigerators had been figured out. Ooh. In the 1920s, I believe? And so Jello was, like... 
was a big popular thing in like the 1930s or not 1930s but like you know when people had money again after the the disappointment yeah the big disappointment <laughs> yeah i i'm gonna ha- we're gonna have to look at the fact that you just called it the big disappointment really quick i feel like we can't just gloss over that <laughs> yeah the great depression is the big disappointment the big disappointment oh god that's, that's what it's called sid Everyone was disappointed they didn't have any money. Any money. Any money. No money's no disappointment. Money. And my words are performing like... very good. Oh, dear. That might have but... something to do with the fact that it is currently 3 p.m. and it's getting dark out. Which I hate. I do hate that. It gets dark here so quick, especially because it's raining all the time. And I'm literally spending all of my time freezing cold and indoors. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not good. Don't enjoy it. The Flatwoods monster probably does enjoy it. Okay. I I want to get back to this Jello thing because I I just had the thought, what if this thing is trying to recreate Jello? I see That's why I don't it smelled know. bad. Cuz he fucked up the Jello. Because I hadn't even gotten to the bit that this specific terrible, terrible, awfully worded incident inspired the fact that this thing is an alien. You see, I think... Yeah, I guess. It did. Because everyone everyone saw the gummy bit. And then the gummy bit. And they were like, okay. Or they saw the so-called skid marks from the aircraft. How do you leave skid marks in a field? I'm assuming it's like tire tracks. Okay. Like tire tracks, sort of like if something were to land and it didn't go too great, or you get dirt, like the grooves in the dirt. Yeah, that would make sense. I'm assuming that's what what they meant. I mean, it'd have to be that, right? Because... Traditionally, we think of skid marks as like it's the tire rubbing off on the road, so it leaves some residue. But this is the road rubbing off on the tire that disappeared. Yeah, like I, I just don't know. Just because it's such a it's such a bad way of describing it. It is a very 1950s way of describing it. I will be completely real with you. It makes a lot of sense. A gummy deposit. Ugh. Yeah. I can find no pictures of this, by the way. Uh, maybe, I can find... Maybe it was a car or like a private plane. And they were just transporting a lot of gummy bears. That I mean, melded together in the crash. It could just be like... I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to get more wholesome. <laughs> see, My goal is to present a more wholesome mental image because it. Oh if you think God. of it like a UFO, though, it does just imply that a UFO did sort of bonk this field real good, and then sort of. Gum it up. Gummed it up, because if you if we don't know the fuel source a UFO is using, it could very well leave gummy exhaust. We don't know. Could be glycerin, uh, glycerin gel. Yeah, just sort of like flat. Did it light it on fire? See what happened? Uh, no. 
Though I'm surprised they didn't. I, uh, you know what? I'm surprised no one tested this. With science. Yeah. Because, like... Ooh, it was 1950. So. Do science is doing other, its best. Any other cool sightings of this, this Flatwoods monster? Well, this is the big sighting. And then sort of newspaper stories then shot around through the country. They had radio broadcasts. There were hundreds and thousands of phone calls that just sort of came into this area. It was rated, like, the number 11 story for the year. Oh. And, like, UFO writers came to investigate this area, and they really wanted to see it and all that. And it sparked sort of... A lot of the times when you do get a cryptid or a creature in a smaller town, they do make it, like, their mascot. Right? Yes. So, yeah. with Mothman, Mothman is a, is a good mascot. They did a good job with the statue, and it's great. Yeah, they made, uh, they made that ass pop. They made that ass out of titanium. Like, it's a whole metal statue. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Uh, do you know how they chose to commemorate the Flatwoods monster? I would love to know. They made the creepiest chairs I've ever seen. Five of them. Uh, like, they are in the shape of the monster. They sprinkled them around the town to serve as landmarks and visitor attractions. <laughs> I hate that they're, like, in random fucking places. I hate that. They're just in places. I would love and if then, they were all in one good, like, you'd just get a big field, put five chairs there, maybe they all face each other. Um, see, that reminds me sort of of, there is there is an Ohio landmarkish sort of thing. Is it the corn? That is just... A field of corn statues. Yeah, yep. Is it the corn? Of course it's <laughs> and it, the corn. Here's the thing. I don't know where it is. It's in Delaware. I have no idea. I've driven by it a few times. It's but in, like, uh, yeah. it's in Delaware. never when I feel like I should, you know? Like, I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure the cornfield teleports just to confuse me. <laughs> it might move. I don't know for sure. Like, it has to move. It, like, it's the only explanation. But I feel like having all of these chairs in the same spot would give it the same effect of just having too much power. I like, feel like they should centralize the power, though, because it's, it's even worse if you're just, like, driving through the town and, like, you know, five minutes ago you saw a chair that looked like yeah. this horrid, horrid monster. Um, and you were like, whew, glad that's over. And then you round the bend go down maybe a couple miles boom another chair um you know if, if this kept up and you did drive by all five chairs while driving through this town all i'm saying is that would suck a lot it would suck a lot <laughs> but there's also the bit of consider yourself driving through like a deserted road you pass an open field in that open field are five terrifying chairs in a circle all facing each other now i would rather see the thing is i would rather see that because if i didn't know there were five separate chairs i would assume this one creepy ass chair was following me and maybe i see it later that night outside my hotel room maybe that comes out like a goosebumps bit sure does Maybe I open the door to my hotel room and boom, there's the fucking chair. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be freaked. 
I feel like I could take a chair, though. If it comes between, like, a chair and a possessed puppet that's following me, I'd rather take the chair, because I feel like if a chair started attempting to walk <laughs> towards me, the sheer comedy of that would change comedy, the genre yeah. of the movie. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Uh, one time, I was driving through a, like, backwoods uh, town here in Vermont, and it was... I'm going to say the creepiest town I've ever driven through. Um, some highlights were of a sign that was talking about uh, electing the coroner. And his name was Cornelius. And he looked like a kind of guy who murders people. Oh. Um, then there was uh, some random property we drove by where there was a giant bee, um, which was bedazzled. And, like, ten feet tall. Would you say it was bee-dazzled? Yeah, I don't... I don't know that I can make jokes about it, Sid, because it was just... I don't... It was, like, black and bedazzled. And gigantic. I... And, like, definitely wasn't black through being painted. It looked like it had been burned black and then bedazzled. And I didn't know what to make of that. It freaked me. Um, I don't know what to make of that either, but I think it's because you're describing this in a way that does make it sound like a series of unconnected places that have been patchworked together by tape. Just uh, like... Yeah, it was just a town I drove through. Um, the My favorite... The, the best thing that I saw, if we can call it that, um, was a hotel, um, or a motel... That in the daytime looked creepy as all shit. Completely run down. Like, you know, the kind of, like, water stains that you might mistake for blood. Um, and just, like, you know, it, it looked like it shouldn't be up and running. Like, maybe foreclose the place a little bit. Um, but when we drove back by it at night... Um, instead of the whole motel sign lighting up, it just said Mo. Oh. Which was great. It's um, the Mo. Yeah, it was a very creepy town, and there was a lot going on there. Uh, more that I don't really remember, there was the giant bee, um, which there there was a bee, there was the giant bee, and then there were smaller ones in other people's yards, and I assumed maybe it was a cult. Um, there were some other maybe things. Maybe it's going a 4-H on. thing. We don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I really do not know. Um, there was just a lot going on in that town, and it gave me very bad vibes. Um, it does sound like a bad vibe central. Like it, all the bees buzzing just gave it bad vibes. They were not. It, it, it was like the letter B. Like, not a, oh my god, I was thinking of, like, a physical bee. No. Like, no. a, like, like a, like a bumblebee. No. But you're talking about, like, a very large, bedazzled letter B. Yes. Oh, that makes this so much weirder. Yes. Yes, it's very weird. It's, it's up there. It's just a ten foot tall letter B that was first burned, then bedazzled, and is sitting in someone's yard. And you I think it's a bootleg Burning Man? Maybe? 
But there were other smaller bees in other people's yards, and I don't Maybe know they're... what to make of that. Also a part of Burning Man. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what was going on in that town, and I certainly did not stick around to find out. Well, like, the best cryptid is always locals. <laughs> the locals are always the most interesting part of any monster story. Um, do we have any 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 more uh, cool local anecdotes? Well, yeah, of course we do. Uh, so there's the chairs, right? Yes, and the chairs. Love the as chairs, you enter though. the town, there's a sign that says, Welcome to Flatwoods, home of the green monster. Even though this thing is only partially green. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> there's a museum to the creature. Uh, there's merchandise, of course. Uh, the If you take... Okay, here's the thing that I wanted to mention about the chairs. So the museum... And the tur- tourist or like visitors bureau, I suppose, mm-hmm. are in the same place. I think because if you photograph all five chairs, you get a sticker that says "Free Braxy" as part of an ongoing promotion. Now, now who's Braxy? It's the Braxton County, right? Oh. So part of me wonders if they attempted, if the if the Braxton County attempted to name this monster Braxy, but Flatwoods Monster just rang a little better, so everyone went with that. <laughs> the yeah. branding seems to be a bit messy as far as the monster. It does also imply that this county, Braxton County, wants to be free so bad uh, because it's full of aliens, but... <laughs> The county needs to be freed. Please free us. Don't. Actually, there's like five chairs and it makes me uncomfortable. I want to go see all five chairs. Sid, we have to go. Eventually, yes. When it's not pouring and freezing and... (laughs) When it's not pouring, freezing, and COVID, why don't we... go. Why don't we just take what is shaping up to be just a trip around... um, West Virginia, <laughs> which is a little less exciting than maybe a trip around the country, but I maybe we I can mean, go see a couple other places. The Jersey Devil would be fun. The Jersey Devil would be fun. I'd love to see the Jersey Devil. We could go. But... Uh, we could go to uh, where the Bunny Man was and see his cool bridge. And the Goat Man I... has a cool bridge. We could visit a bunch of bridges. It's I'm a bridge encrypted to to the... tour. It's a bridge encrypted tour and a bridged cryptid tour. Because <laughs> we're not going to all of them. So, an abridged cryptid tour. Yeah. Uh, But here's... Okay, if we go, I want to go on the day that Flatwoods holds its annual festival called <gasps> Flatwood Days. There's it's another a, festival? The yes, Mothman it's festival, a... And then this? This is great. It's a three-day festival, uh, live music, food, craft vendors, and it's when the monster legend is celebrated every year, which sounds so much fun. It does. It. I mean, I'm so... I'm just a big fan of festivals for cryptids. We should do this more. I think Nessie should have a festival. I think... Um, 
The Jersey Devil? Sure, give him a festival. The Goatman? Yeah, yes, please, give him a festival. Um, the Ozark Howler? Oh, that guy, he deserves a festival. Uh, uh, the Honey Island Swamp Monster? I mean, he got there, on TV, but fuck, he needs a festival. There was a Loch Ness Monster Festival. There was? Bonus points if you can tell me what it was called. Nessie Fest? Rock Ness. Oh, fuck. That's great. That's much better than Nessie Fest. It was a music festival taking place in Scotland at a farm on the banks of the Loch Ness. I think the Dogman should the also Scottish have, Highlands. have a festival. I feel like the threshold for festivals is, uh, will it be terrible if this thing shows up? And I think if the Dogman showed up to a festival, it would be terrible. This thing, I think it's, like, kind of on the edge, because maybe it's an alien, maybe it's chill, but we don't know. I feel like it would be really cool for special effects purposes. If it showed up and just... If it shows up. up and just looms from a distance and the eyes light up, I feel like if it were for a music festival, people would just start vibing. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I think it's the same thing with Mothman. If he showed up to his festival, you know, it'd be super cool, super chill. Um... You know, everyone would be like, we love you, Mothman, and your cool ass, because apparently this statue um, is the truth, and he does have a, just a banging ass. Hi. Um, wow, that was a word I didn't think I'd ever say. That was a word that you did say. <laughs> Fuck, I did. Um, you sure did. But, you know, I think there are there is a reason the Jersey Devil does not have a festival. And it's because he's an asshole. See, here's the thing. Yeah? Uh, hang on, I'm looking. There is a Jersey Devil Festival. Okay, well, I stand corrected. <laughs> there is a Jersey Devil Festival. I think there might be multiple. Uh, the I Jersey think we Devil need to try and festival hit every festival for Paranormal Books and Curiosities. Well, this sounds so much fun. Hey! Yeah? Oh, that's so cool. It's in May. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, this looks like an absolute blast. They do... They have a market. They have lectures. They have... Yeah, these are a lot of cool lectures on cryptids. And a Jersey Devil tour. This looks very cool. That does seem very cool. Remember to come dressed as the magical creature you are. Um. Oh? Yes. <laughs> I. They do weekly ghost tours. They have all sorts of cool things. This looks very cool. Uh, I do not know what creature I would dress as, though, if I were to go to this festival. Now, which festival? Is this the Flatwoods Monster? The Jersey Devil Festival. Oh, the Jersey Devil Festival. Uh, Requests that you come dressed as the creature, as the magical creature you are. Well, I mean, I'm just going to go as the ukulele man that I perpetuated the myth of. Yes, you did do that. You get to do that. I get to do that. If I were to come dressed as the social cryptid, I would not be there at all. So I feel like <laughs> I'll have to change it at least a little bit. Uh yeah. So that's fair. maybe a satyr. I can do. I can I can put up with hooves for three days. That's alright. Hooves for three days? That sounds like a lot of work. 
Well, how do they put up with it for God knows how long? Well, Sounds they terrible. they're born with them. I have to adapt. <laughs> they can do magic, uh, right? Maybe they could give themselves feet. Satyrs? Yeah. I think I don't think they can do magic that that much magic. They do nature magic. They can make plants grow and things. Yeah, but what is a human but a more complex plant? Um, well, actually, <laughs> we got different cells and shit. I don't, I don't quite think that you can, you can worm your way that far into cell smells. Who cares? It's all nature. It's all nature, baby. <laughs> oh dear, I worry <laughs> for your doctor. <laughs> but like, I used to do. You know that I used to do costuming. Yeah. And that I have not made a pair of hooves, but I've been meaning to make one because a friend of mine was like, hey, I think it would be really cool to do like a satyr costume for a an event that we were planning on going to that got canceled due to the world being the way that it, it is right now. <laughs> uh, but I went through and found a bunch of tutorials for hooves and things and how to make them. Uh, the most like the the tutorial that would work the best for me was basically you take eight inch heelless heels mm-hmm. and then modify them so that they look like uh, hooves and hackles. Yeah, I was about to say that might be the best best way to do it. But there is the bit that when I wear eight inch heels, I am like over six feet tall, and it is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eight inch heels will get, <laughs> will get you, get you up there. there. Cause I was like, I want to find out how tall I'm going to be if I wear this costume for the thing that we were planning on going to. And I put it on and rammed my head into a doorway. And I was like, huh, well, nice. Bigger than you thought. <laughs> bigger than I thought. Cause then I was like, oh shoot, I'm probably going to have horns on too. That'll put me at at least like six, five, six, eight. That's taller than I feel like I should be. <laughs> Just well, gonna put horns through a door frame. <laughs> <laughs> Just, um, I feel like there's some sense of irony in there. I think you have one more little section before we wrap up this episode. Which sure is do. the explanation. And I'm very this excited about the explanation. And I think our viewers will see why very soon. Can you so, uh, elaborate, said please? So basically, all of this stuff happened. And then after investigating the case in like around 2000, Joe Nickel of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry, which, allow me to pause and just say, incredible. Incredible. Committee for Skeptical Inquiry is also known as, or was formerly known as, the Committee for the Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Parano- Paranormal. Uh, so it was CSI cop but now it's CSI Uh, and they basically go and investigate paranormal things Mm -hmm. and so they go and investigate right and they find out that the bright light was most likely a meteor the pulsating red light was most likely an aircraft's navigation or hazard beacon and that the creature described by witnesses was probably just a big owl. And <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I was waiting for. Um, just a big owl because I, you know what a barn owl looks like. Yeah. They have a face shaped like the ace of spades, claw like hands. And in the witness's state of heightened anxiety, this thing would look like 
with the leaves behind it, a very tall creature with the wings fully up. That's your cowl. And then the little clawed hands are the little talons of an owl. Now, as much as that does make the Flatwoods monster disappointing. Yeah. Um. Um. Also, fun fact, barn owls do make a hissing noise when startled. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I, I am they... very excited about this, though. Because... Scared of... Oh, go. Someone else does believe in bird theory. No. No! <laughs> God damn it, no! <laughs> so... I know this Someone one's else. a bird! That's not all of them! <laughs> Someone else believes in bird theory. No. What, Sid? No. No. <laughs> it's been a while. No. It's been a good long while since we've had bird theory on the show, but I'd like to welcome it back with open arms. Um, I... what if it is a bird? <laughs> Maybe it isn't it... just a barn owl that was like a regular S barn owl. Maybe it's a very big barn owl. Oh my god, I'm gonna... <sighs> Maybe this flatless monster is just a very big barn owl um, with its wings up and it hisses at you. I. Maybe a person sized barn owl. Like the one in Avatar. That was definitely bigger that than That was person. so scary. Oh my god, he was terrifying when I was younger. Yeah. Just the way the head moved made me so uncomfortable. Can you imagine that, but its face is red, and its body no. is kind of green-tinted? I do not want to. No, thank you. I'm good. Because that might be what the Flatwoods monster is. It's just a very big barn owl. I... Anyway, welcome, Bird Theory, back to the show. You can expect it in every episode from here on out. God. Um... <laughs> Help. <laughs> Help me. Uh, I need a support group. If anybody's interested in joining Bird Theory support group, uh, <laughs> I have a Twitter. Interact with me there. We can get together and talk about how tired we are of birds. Birds in general are pretty cool. Bird Theory, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know this one's a bird. That doesn't mean all of them are birds. Well, Because, like... Then let's go back. Let's review, right? Yeah. Let's review our other, our other our boys. other bird theories. All right, all right. Go through. So we talked about um, since bird theories was last brought up, that was skunk ape, um, which was <laughs> quite a few episodes ago. Holy shit. Um, because that was episode 16, and it's currently episode 25. Um, the Wendigo, pretty obvious how that one could be a bird. I mean, just birds do eat people sometimes, and they get very angry or hungry. Um, Dogman, maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it's a bird that looks like a dog. Maybe it's a flying dog. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. I'll look into what kinds of birds things could be, and I'll bring the research. This is my promise to you, the viewer. Um, while Sid researches what the cryptid is, I will research a bird that it could possibly be. 
and we I'm will clash on, <laughs> on this information in my new running segment, uh, Bird Theory. In your running segment, Bird Theory. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an actual show where I I will bring the facts. I don't want to believe that this is a bird though. I want to believe that it's a cool weird ass fucking monster because it's just so interesting see the thing with bird theory is maybe it is a bird but god damn it i do not care <laughs> right i just want it to be a cool monster um because that's it's just so much more interesting that way um oh dear but i will stick to my original claim of bird theory that um most like monsters are birds through the theory of equivalence. Uh, just to remind our viewers, because it's been a little while. Oh, God. Okay. But here's the, here's the thing. Birds are already weird. You uh-huh. know? I feel like... They're cryptids, dinosaurs, yeah. They gotta be weird. They are weird. But cryptids, I feel like, a different definition of weird and are not necessarily birds. Basically, I like birds a whole lot, and I want to sort of protect them from the cryptid realm of getting hit with cars. And, and shot. Shot. Well, Thanksgiving's <laughs> Attempted coming suing. Up, so. Lawsuits. I don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Well, maybe you should sue one. Sue a turkey? For what reason? <laughs> I don't know. Why would I do that? Defamation. Defamation. <laughs> Libel? <laughs> Libel? They don't talk. You don't know that. They say gobble. They're, they do. That's a word. That will forever be the funniest thing. I was in Disney camping with my family. And uh, we were camp. There's like a campsite, you know? And so we were staying there and we were sort of walking around. And then from a distance, I hear a turkey call. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, we're in Florida, in Disney. There's no way there's going to be a wild turkey. And I turn the corner, and there's three of them just standing in a little clearing all by themselves, making, like, gobbling sounds at each other. And there's this woman who's, like, hiding behind a tree with her family, imitating their call back at them. And you can watch them, like, look around for another turkey. Oh, my God. And it's just her imitating the turkeys back to them. So you asked what I could uh, sue a turkey for, and that did make me Google uh, turkey crimes. And I found... Oh? I found a very interesting article. Okay, hit me. Its idol is... Ben Franklin's favorite bird... Stuffed with high crimes and misdemeanors. I don't know what this article is. Benjamin Franklin wanted the national bird of America to be a turkey. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why we picked the bald eagle, to be fair. I don't know. Maybe it's because all the old men who picked it were bald, and they wanted some camaraderie. That's, That's highly possible. Yeah, anyway, this article isn't that fun. It's not as fun as the title suggests. No, but it is It is really fun. There is another one that says, um, Massive explosion destroys 87,000 smoked turkeys ahead of Thanksgiving. 
which oh, is God. sad. Well, they're already dead, but damn. I I feel bad. Like I just a lot of the times when I hear about turkeys because everyone's like, oh, I eat turkey on Thanksgiving, but you don't eat turkey really any other type of, like, any other time during the year. I you know? would, I yeah. Mean, I, I know some people do, like, turkey lunch meat or ground turkey or things like that, but it's not really all that common. So I just sort of feel bad for the turkeys who are fine, except for, like, this one-month <laughs> period before Thanksgiving when there's just, like, a mess beforehand. And they're like, why? <laughs> they're just like, well, we... We've lived in peace with the humans for another year. Maybe this year they will they, won't. they will spare us from their sadistic rituals. And then we're like, it's Thanksgiving! And then we whip out the, the fucking buckled hats. And all the turkeys are resigned to their fate of another I year. I thought you were going to say carving knife and it was about to get really dark. No... <laughs> I think the buckled hats is the dumbest part of Thanksgiving. Um, other than eating the worst bird. I mean, I usually do ham for Thanksgiving, to be honest with you. I mean, ham's pretty good. I get a honey, honey Chicken baked ham. would be much better than turkey, because turkey's so goddamn dry. Um, but here's the thing you can do with turkey that you can't do with chicken, though. Get a really big one. That's, yeah, that's a big part of it. But, like, with turkey, what we do is we shred it and then put it over mashed potatoes and gravy and corn and then mix the whole thing in. And I suppose you could do that with chicken as well. I mean, KFC's made their like, whole name off that. The KFC Famous Bowl. I'm gonna be real with you, Chief. I don't remember the last time I ate at KFC. I... <laughs> <laughs> I understand that completely because I also don't remember the last time I ate at KFC. I just remember that they do have specifically the famous bowl, which is mashed potatoes, gravy, chicken, and cheese, I believe. I don't know if yeah. there's cheese on there, but damn, there should be. Damn, there should be. Uh, anyway, <laughs> with that fun anecdote, um... I think it's time to wrap the episode up. Yeah, I think that'll just about do it then, huh? Yeah, that'll do it. I think the Flatwoods monster is a pretty cool uh, lad. Maybe it's a bird. Maybe it's not. Um, Anyway, congratulations on the return of Bird Theory. Thank you. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. We have a couple ways that you can support us. One is by following liking subscribing um or leaving a review on itunes spotify uh, Podchaser, youtube uh, wherever you would like to um the other way is you could share our podcast by tweeting about it or um sharing it with your friends or sharing it with people you think might enjoy it um mm-hmm. But if you would like more content from us, uh, where could they find that, Sid? 
well, if you want more cool live content from us, uh, we stream on Twitch every Thursday from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. We stream on the Midcast channel, spelled T-H-E-M-Y-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, from 8.30 to 10.30 every Thursday. We play some Minecraft. We hang out with you guys. We're currently under construction of a very large fantasy cracker barrel, and we'd absolutely <laughs> love to have you come and accompany us on this cool journey. Uh, uh, but if they want to kind of find out what we're doing during the episodes, where else can they find us, Marty? Uh, so during the episodes, we usually tweet out imagery that we want to describe but aren't very good at. Um, but we also tweet during the week and just, uh, in general, when the episodes go out or when we're live, um, it's a really good place to get all your information from us about us. Um, so you could follow us on Twitter at on cryptids. That is at on cryptids. Um, we would love to see you there. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys so much for your continued support of this podcast and all of our other endeavors. We really, really appreciate you guys coming out and enjoying the content we make because truly we do do this for you guys yeah thank you very much and until next time we'll, we'll see y'all in the, the woods, woods.